Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true, star hip hop. World star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think it's, that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. And welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is a comedy podcast where I interview comedians, characters, friends, and various guests over a couple of drinks, and we shoot the shit about life. I'm back at it again with an intro. Took a little break from doing intros for a bit. I was trying to do them in the episodes. And guess who shit the bed this week? Me. So I did like a partial intro on this episode, but I definitely didn't plug everything. So I'm popping in here to let you know where you can find Intoxicated on social media. That would be Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast on Twitter at N underscore Toxicated. There's also an Intoxicated YouTube channel that is youtube.com backslash intoxicated where i post video versions of these episodes so make sure you head on over to there to subscribe to that this week's guest is one of my favorite people in the halifax comedy scene it's katherine robertson katherine is back she's done a couple appearances on the podcast whether that be an audio form or live stream katherine is the host of comedy hour at beerly's every wednesday night here in halifax she's been around the comedy scene for quite a while She's someone who a lot of people call the comedy mom of the scene, and I love her to bits, and I'm so glad that Catherine was able to hop back on the podcast. This is a good one. We talk about parenting, and specifically in regards to talking to your kids about sex and periods and all that fun stuff, and of course, many, many other things. Always a pleasure to have Catherine on. You need to follow her on Instagram to keep up to date with what she's doing. Her Instagram handle is robertsonc83, so follow her. I also wanted to let you guys know about a show coming up. Um, When this comes out, it will be the next weekend. So there is time for you to get tickets to this show. This is taking place at Yuck Yucks Halifax. Headliner, Travis Lindsay, another intoxicated regular. It's his first headlining weekend at Yuck Yucks. And Catherine Robertson is hosting that night. And not only that, my good friend Andrew Vaughn is meddling. So this is a amazing show. I consider these three people to be top tier. Some of the best that Halifax has to offer. And you don't want to miss out. So the deal with this is that there's only tickets available for the Thursday night. 
So that is Thursday, September 26th. So as I'm saying this right now, there are still tickets available. I will link below to Yuck Yucks Halifax if you want to get tickets to that show. That's about it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you find podcasts. If you're enjoying it, you can leave a rating or review on iTunes. Or if you have questions, comments, or feedback on the show, you can send that along to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. That's all, guys. I hope you enjoy this episode with Catherine Robertson. like how we look oh never better (laughs) never better (laughs) i actually like absolutely hate my hair right now i don't know what to do with it it's getting so long and i'm at a point where i'm like i need to either cut it or like color it i need to do something you have great hair though i love my hair i do love the length Mm -hmm. i'm just bored right i just need like i I think i need bet Maybe not bangs. Every single time I say that, I'm like, <laughs> I think every woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, like, oh, fuck, that's 18 that. months of my life. <laughs> because then you have to trim them and uh, And then I know a lot of women who trim their own bangs could never do it. No, I couldn't do that. I, ugh, that would be, yeah, I don't, I don't trust myself. A lot of people are messaging me going, oh, just dye it a funky color, which I would love to do, but it's a lot of maintenance. Oh, hell yeah, it is. You know, like, ideally, I'd love to do, like, a black to purple ombre or something. I think Ooh, that would be yeah. really, like, I want to have purple hair at some point in my life. But, like, mature purple hair. Yes. No, I know what you mean. You know? Yeah. Like, subtle purple hair. Yeah. Oh, there's, like, there's ways of doing it. There's ways. Yeah. 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 I just don't have the money. Like. That's the thing is it is really expensive to maintain. Like, I remember I for a while I went through, like. You know, hot pink and blue and purple and all these things. Oh, hell yeah. And, and having it done in a salon and it just got to be just ungodly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, that's the thing. My, everyone has like those things that they spend money on. For me, it's makeup. Like I put more money into makeup and skincare mm-hmm. than like I really don't give a shit about hair and I do very little. Like I just straighten it. Yeah. I don't even use product. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, it's a constant struggle hair. It really is. That's you- why I got rid of most. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can imagine it makes life so much easier, though, having the shorter hair. Yeah. And like just long hair never really like worked for me anyways. Like, I was just never yeah, the sort of person. Yeah. I mean, I just. I, how long? How long was it? The longest was like when I was pregnant, it was like down to here at one okay. point. Like I just basically didn't cut it for my entire pregnancy. Right. Um, but yeah, just to like just kind of weighed me down and stuff. It does. And, and that's the thing. I have a. I I recognize this about myself. I have like an oval face. So the longer my hair gets with no like layers and stuff going on up here, the the longer I look like horse like. (laughs) (laughs) I think there was a nicer way to say that about yourself. (laughs) It elongates my face. There. That's what I'll say. (laughs) Horse like. (laughs) Listen, some people need it more than others. (laughs) Right? Totally. Yeah, so I'll be, um, as soon as my friggin' vacation pay for my old job comes in, I'm, uh, going to the salon. Nice. I'm gonna treat myself to a blowout. Nice. And I might just, like, tell them to put me with somebody who's really good. And just be, Can you help me? Because <laughs> you're gonna ask, what do I, what do you want? And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You just need to make it look better. Yeah. And, like, less. Because I have a lot of hair, too. Right. So the longer it gets, the heavier it gets. Yeah, like, you need somebody to probably really go through and, like, kind of trims and layers and yeah that's exactly what i need i think and maybe some just some side bangs because right now my bangs are totally grown yeah oh there was a time that i used to do like wispy little bangs i'm like Mm -hmm. maybe i'll go back to that i don't know i should be something different 
Like, yeah. I feel like I look back at my pictures, I'm like, my hair is always the same in, like, every single picture. And when I look at other people, I'm like, they go through these eras of hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I've never done that. I should just do something wildly different. I don't know. Maybe I'll just shave it all off. Let's start Britney's, over. See Britney, what happens. Britney Spears breakdown <laughs> style. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. If I did that, I don't think people on social media would be shocked. No. <laughs> they would be like, that's what Sarah's going through right now. <laughs> Therapy. went to the doctor asked for antidepressants and oh. they wouldn't give them to me what? and i felt like being like you should just go to my social media <laughs> you should just check me out online maybe you think i'm depressed enough then yeah <laughs> what a journey <laughs> oh my gosh everybody we're back we are back with another episode of the intoxicated podcast this is your halifax comedy drinking variety talk show featuring comedians and characters from the city <laughs> And elsewhere. I have some auto-tanners on every now and then as well. But I'm here today with one of my favorite people from the Halifax comedy scene. She's the host of Comedy Hour at Beerly's. It's Catherine Robertson. What's up? How are we doing, everybody? Welcome back. Thanks. Nice to be back. Episode number two. Yes. And we'll actually probably even more because you've done the live streams yes i was here for i was trying to remember how many i was here for when on my way over here tonight yeah, so you did at least two you've done two live streams yeah because i remember you did the one that was a little more intimate with like chris Holoff and shannon yes and then you did the first comedy live stream yes with the was, wings holy shit that was a shit show of time <laughs> oh that was so fun that was a good time and then you did your solo episode yes and then you did the 15 hour live stream so yeah this is your fifth yeah intoxicated appearance oh my yeah so welcome back thanks i haven't scared her off it's always always a good sign when they agree to come back or they ask to come back (laughs) and and you did which i'm very happy for because you're one of my faves you're one of my favorites too in this comedy scene this crazy little (laughs) crazy little group of people we have in the oh it's weird such so many characters so many so many but Catherine, welcome back we are drinking whiskey of course of course we are because what else would we drink right with Catherine? um mm. you rock the canadian club right absolutely okay i was gonna say because i was trying to remember i was like i think that's what we had your first time yes um is and that's your go-to drink right oh like, absolutely perch up at beerly's you're drinking whiskey that's, and water yep that's for the most my part. that's my drink i love it yep simple gal simple yep. gal straightforward always found in either perch number one or perch number four <laughs> perch number one or, is like the stools yeah that's hilarious <laughs> perch number one being on the corner right where you normally sit yeah by the door yeah oh yes, yeah yes, and yes. then and then perch four is where i sit for the show right yeah. <laughs> where you're 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 wrangling the comedians yes yeah. yeah i fucking love it so welcome back and how was your summer because we we haven't really talked about how how summer's been no no we haven't uh summer was really good it yeah. was really busy and it flew by oh did it like yeah no i know it, it always does yeah and it, it always does but this year like way more so than yeah. any other year yeah um but i realized that like i spent half of august uh like traveling around and not really being at home more than like two days at a time so i was oh, like oh that's where it went oh that's probably yeah you you did a lot of pei yep i was in pei twice mm. uh one week after the other um should have probably planned that different but i didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's okay oh it's not i love it over there um but uh the second trip was uh was for a show and we left Halifax at 2 p.m. and drove over to the island for our show and I arrived back in Halifax at 2 a.m. Uh, oh. the next morning. Uh, so it was a long day. That's a long day. Who did you do a show with Dan over there? 
No, I was with Peter White. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Was super funny. Wow. Um, yeah. No, we we had a great time. What's comedy like in PEI? Well, that was Don't the f- much about it. that was the first show I'd done over there in like twelve years. Mm. Uh, I know there is some cool stuff going on over there, but I, you know, if only Brittany was here to tell us more because uh, she'd be the expert. Fucking Brittany, why'd you leave us? <laughs> I know. I have her pepper plants though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I've been following her adventures on on Instagram. I'm just like, she's just such an interesting person. Oh, she's delightful. Just to be able to pack up your... It's so funny because I went over to her house like a couple days before she was about to take off. And I'm going to be honest, did not look like she had packed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is weird because... Like, what are you doing? You should be packing. She's like, oh, it's it's just really hard when no one's... When you're not accountable to anyone. I was just like, well, that's true. But still... Jesus Christ, girl. You are still going to have to leave eventually. <laughs> but she did somehow. Yeah. And that's kind of how I view Brittany. I'm like, I feel like she's someone who, she's probably a pro- procrastinator. Yep. But she gets shit done. Yep. She needs like, that in fire her own of, way. Yep. Yeah. The fire of urgency, I guess. Yeah. Fire under the ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So August was a vacation month for you. Did you get up to anything else exciting? Uh, we did, uh, we did the typical Sandspit thing. Went to Moncton, uh, with my mom for three nights. Uh, so it was my mom and my daughter and I staying in the casino in Moncton, uh, which is same room. Yep. Yep. Sharing a suite, um, which was super cool. Um, my daughter got to bathe in this massive, uh, bathtub, which she thought was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a jacuzzi tub. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, you know, it's been, she's getting big now. So it's like the first time in a while that I've seen her in a tub and like her head was barely above the edge. (laughs) That's adorable. Nothing like a deep tub. Oh yeah. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't blame her. But then like after she used it and like, like all of her gross child stuff, I was just like, (laughs) all right, guess the rest of us are using the shower while we're here. Yeah. One of those, I usually have those moments with me even like where I'm like, I should wash this tub before I get in it. Yeah. And I've done that before. I'm like, I mean, it's just me. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's so gross. But I'm also someone who I, I like the idea of baths more than actually bathing, bathing, bathing. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I spend maybe, maybe 10 minutes, not even in the tub. And like other people spend hours. I find it like I, it just, you either, the water gets cold. Yeah. And then, oh, cool. I'm sitting in this cold, cold water. Lukewarm. Water. Or I, if I pour it hot enough, then I get too hot. And it's like, oh, this is fun. Relaxing. I'm sweating. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why am I like, why is this supposed to be relaxing? I'm yeah. sweating in here. The only time I do it is uh, if you are sick, mm. uh, ginger bath. A ginger, like ginger in the bath? Yes. Take powdered ginger, just like get the no name oh, packet shit. stuff and uh, put like a quarter of a cup in your bath water. I never knew. And then this. it will. So and make it as hot as you can. Uh-huh. And the ginger will make the temperature hotter. And then you want to basically stay in there as long as you can stand it. And really? it, um, it's like a detox and it like causes you to sweat. Really? Yeah. Warms up, uh, like your whole body temperature. So it warms up, like uh, kills off the germs. And mm. I never knew this. I swear to God, I'm going to be like texting you for advice <laughs> next time I'm sick. Cause that's wow. That's just one of mom's home remedies. I imagine it's also something about the, maybe the air too. Like you're breathing in ginger. Possibly. Maybe? And then there is also something about um, if you do all those things and then you um, splash cold water, like a very quick blast of cold shower, um, especially on like your more sensitive bits, like your underarms and your lady bits. Oh, really? Um, but there's something about the transition in temperature um, will help your immune system. God damn. 
Yeah. I'm actually surprised how good of an immune system I have lately. I'm always on the cusp of a sickness. Right. But it never happens. But it never goes full blown. You're lucky. Like maybe once or twice a year. You're lucky. I think I am. But normally I get sick in the summer, which is bullshit. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> like winter when everyone's sick, I'm like, I feel fine. <laughs> I'm I'm good. It's just so- I hate summer, though, for many reasons. So you were not loving summer? I had a bad summer. Mm. Big time depression. Crazy depression. That's Like sucks. worse than winter, which... This whole time I was like, okay, I'm very affected by the seasons. Everyone gets depressed in the winter. The weather, like, it's it's seasonal affective. Mm -hmm. And then summer came and I was like, oh, no, I'm just depressed all the time. (laughs) Does that make it better or worse? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it's also the pressure of summer. Because I think there's a pressure to have fun, to be able to enjoy the weather. Yep. To, like, go on a vacation, to be, like, living your, like, hot girl summer life. And it's just, like, I was just, like, not feeling it this summer. Like, I I had multiple weekends that were spent in bed. Yep. Just feeling depressed. Just the worst bout of depression lately. But I think I'm crawling out of it. Well, that's good. I hope so, yeah. Well, I mean, when I say out of it, I know that I'll always be kind of here. But I'm getting better at dealing with it. Yes. And, and knowing what I need to do. But I think this summer I definitely kind of fucked off and I just let it take over. Which can be very easy to do too. So yeah. easy. Yeah. Especially if you like, if you don't have, like, I think it's one thing if you have like a partner or like a daughter, like someone to like kind of make you get out of bed. Yeah. Keep on track for it. Yeah. Where yeah. We, me, I just have Mindy and like I would just get up to feed her and then go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Mindy supports my lifestyle. <laughs> that said, pets do help with depression. Oh, they, absolutely they do. Yeah. They are, they are like, awesome to have but they just don't they don't necessarily make you do errands like no like no people would. <laughs> no a cat's very gonna be like oh you want to stay here for the next six hours i'll sleep too i'll sleep too and we'll sleep together we'll be buddies <laughs> we're in this together you'll live the way i live <laughs> but yeah no i'm actually shocked that i didn't miss any podcasting over the summer because i thought i was going to there at one point i was just like oh, i just feel like so shitty like i don't feel like i don't feel like being social which being right. social to me was so much of my personality and then when depression comes and you're just like oh, i hate everyone i don't want to talk to anybody but then i always get here and i have fun but it's yes because probably the, the being that. social actually you know lifts the depression it does getting yourself geared up to do it is the hard part yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I or that. do anything yep like go get groceries yep yeah. Yep. I and know. I think that's what I've realized about depression. I'm like, it's the, when you when you find like little tasks feel so huge. That's when you know you're depressed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to just sad. Yeah. 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 Because like sad, you can still go and be miserable and pick out carrots or whatever. But like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like you, you know, there's other situations like you know, because there's certain things that like my anxiety will still get triggered by. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And even like yesterday, like I was on the waterfront and I was like having this moment and just like staring off into space for a little while. And it's like Brent's trying to talk to me and like, are you okay? Like he can tell I'm not okay. Right. And and I'm like, like, no. (laughs) I'm not. Oh, do you want to talk about it? Like, no, definitely not right now. Yeah. (laughs) Certainly not here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, though. Do you find with your anxiety, is it more social or more um because like that's i was talking about this with vicky i'm like i think i think everyone has a mix of depression and anxiety at all times yep um me it's definitely more depression than anxiety because i feel like once i'm out and i'm around people i feel better but i know that like for a lot of people it makes it worse um so like how does anxiety manifest yeah it can definitely be a a social thing or Mm -hmm. also just like um 
triggers of like things that bothered me in the past. Like oh, yes. so, like last night I was like down on the waterfront. I used to work on the waterfront. Mm-hmm. Hated that job. And then, <laughs> PTSD. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, I don't want to be here right now. Mm-hmm. And then we were there for the mac and cheese festival. Oh, I want to talk about that too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You already know that my mood was not improved by the mac and cheese festival. <laughs> god, that's so much to say. But, but you know what? Domino's is is always there for us. <gasps> Domino's. <laughs> Oh, God love Domino's, right? right? Always consistent. Exactly. Always inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Love the Domino's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So you went to Mac and Cheese Fest. Yes, we did. Tell us all about that. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go. Well, it's. I think it's, it's kind of around this idea of like Halifax doing these little festivals that are um, on paper look very exciting and you're just thinking, oh, this is awesome. I love this one food. Yeah. I'm going to go and have many versions of this one food and it's going to be amazing. When really in the end, like, you're just paying a lot for a small portion of food. And that's exactly <laughs> what it was, but like comically so. Like, <laughs> I know you posted a picture and I was like, what the fuck is this? Right? Like somebody else had to be like, I've never been able to count the individual pieces of noodle. <laughs> <laughs> And I need to clarify, that was the full size offering. That's, and how much was it? So, for the <laughs> listeners at home, like, can you hand size about how much it so was? Like- if, okay, so my hand is like a, a small to average woman's hand. But if, if we took my eight year old's hand, I think we could have fit the entire serving in her hand. Which is a small hand. Yeah, yeah, just, just like that. And, uh, yeah, it was not, it was not good. And it was so expensive. It was so expensive. So like, literally, that was 10 tickets, which was actually more like $12. Shut the fuck up for just that. Yeah. And then the bottle of water would have worked out to like about 450. Cause that's the thing is when you get there, $10 is then only worth $8 in tickets. <laughs> What the fuck are they doing? I mean, I feel like even Ribfest did it a bit better. Well, that's what we were comparing it to because that, that was the whole idea was, you know, because at Ribfest, you could go down there mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you can either sample it or you could just, you know what, I'm going to go with this one and get a meal. And- get a meal or you can go and get like a third of a rack of yeah. each one. Like, yeah. there's ways you could have done it. I mean, granted, it is still pretty pricey. But you would have left full. You would have left <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. It was like th- th- this. Though it was like, oh my god, the food is so fucking terrible, and there's so little of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's insane. Yeah, no, it was really weird. Um, yeah, and just like we ran into Travis. I, his- I, I saw his post, <laughs> and he, he was saying how the best mac and cheese was from Ripfest. Yes. Well. <laughs> And of course, you know how it is like when you run into somebody and they're still in the lineup waiting to get in. Yeah. We're already leaving. Yeah. Like very unhappy. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you warn them? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, you don't want to be a dick, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like at the same time, it's like, uh, well, but uh, <laughs> we're going to go get some pizza. <laughs> so. Because we are starving still. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's just it. It's like, I mean, Ramona came home and ate two slices of pizza and a piece of cheesy bread. So like. She was hungry. <laughs> oh my god, that's so disappointing. Yeah. And it's it's also disappointing when you make a big day out of it. You're so excited. Well, yeah, and it was just like for the amount of money we ended up spending yesterday it was like we could have picked just about any restaurant downtown that we wanted to go to. <laughs> Sat down, <laughs> eaten with real forks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not plastic or wooden ones. Yeah. Was it at least nice out? It was getting a little chilly, but it wasn't a bad evening. Yeah. You know, like it, I could see people like enjoying themselves. And if you 
didn't care that it cost so much. And like, huh. you know, and like if you want to go. Money down, was no object to you <coughs> at all. Sure. You could go and like crush a couple of beers and wander around and be all right. Yeah. But it was so like this physical space was so small right. that like by the time everybody lined up, like the lines are like meeting in the middle where the tables are. Oh, God. It was just, it, yeah, it was chaos. Me and Shannon at Ribfest got our ribs and we actually left and walked down, down, like further down the water yep. and found a table down there. Right. See, and you know, here's the thing. If there had been more food in the container, <laughs> it may have stayed warm enough, long enough to make sense to go for a walk. I can't believe this. This is. I'm very glad I didn't go. Uh, yeah, I'm very glad another. Yeah, depression for making me not go waste money. Um, because I knew about it, and I think my friends had talked about going, and then I just, I just, when I saw your post, I was like, I'm not going now. Fuck no, that. no, it was like you know, because I literally had come from the grocery store. And I was like, I swear to God, a pound of cheese is four eighty eight this week. <laughs> And you can get like the big family bags of no name pasta, and that's the one you want for the mac yes. and cheese. You don't want the fancy stuff. You want the Just garbage no pasta. Name. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And you said that you make a good mac and cheese. Yes. Is there anything special that you put in it to make it just amazing? Honestly, no. Yeah. Other than like a fair bit of butter, to be yeah. honest. Butter and cheese, really. Yeah, and uh, baked, and like I usually put some breadcrumbs on top. Breadcrumbs are not necessary. Sometimes you can make it on the barbecue. Not necessary, but such a good touch. Oh, I I prefer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some crumbled lump bacon on there. Yes. Oh, that would Ramona be so doesn't good. understand putting meat in the. Yeah. Oh, not yet. No. Not yet. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Not yet. We will get her. Soon. Oh yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> And Halloween's coming up, so we're both very excited for that. Yes. We're both ladies who like to dress up. Um, but on the subject of Ramona. Oh, yeah. This is, you reached out to me, um, with an idea for a podcast, which is so great. Cause I was like, yep, I'm down. <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> so things have, uh, shifted yes. for Ramona a bit. <laughs> yes. In terms of, so do you want to tell the listeners? Well, yes. Yeah, what so, exactly happened to inspire this? So a lot of learning has happened in our house in, in the last few months. And, uh, you know, so we had, last time I was on here, we were talking about the kitten we had gotten. Yes. And, uh, then over the last few months, we've been talking about how great more kittens would be. And then that led to, you know, where do kittens come from? Uh-huh. So we explained. Very factually, how cats make kittens. And she was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but okay. How did you explain it? Well, we were just very straight up, like, just like, well, you know how, like, you know, the boy cat has a penis. And she's like, yeah, they look weird. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> they really, really do. <laughs> and then, and then we're like, yeah. And the girl cat has a vagina. And she's like, uh huh. And they're like, so the boy cat. And then she's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she asked about dogs. Oh, okay. So then we had this exact same conversation about the dogs. And she was just like, okay. And so then I was like, so do you want to talk about people now? Because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, she's a pretty smart kid. I'm sure she's now piecing all these things together. I love how she thought that it might have been different ways for a different species. I know. That's I know. That's really, really, I know. that makes me like kind of happy in a way. Well, that innocence. Of course, we know? will get to that though, because it is actually different for some species. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because we now have a snail in our house. Oh, the snail. Yes. And all snails are considered hermaphrodite. Oh, do they fuck them? What does that mean? So it means they have, uh, both male and re- male and female genitalia. Uh-huh. And so they do mate with a partner. 
Um, but uh, they both can create like eggs, I guess, or whatever. But they uh, one mating will make like eighty snails. Damn. Yeah. It's like double duty. Yeah, but it's been great because it's been a good um, pronoun thing in our house because slimy is they. They. <laughs> yes, yes, Catherine. <laughs> Slimy is the name. Yeah, so I, I was making very clear. That's just, is that the name, Slimy? She chose the name Slimy. Also, a very gender neutral name. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's not one way or the other. That's fantastic. Yeah, now she's kind of like not quick because then she wants, she thinks Slimy should have a friend, which I agree. Uh, but she, yeah. they, she will name Slimy's friend Slimette. Slimette, okay. But also, that's fine though because okay. as we also know, like some people are more femme, some people are more masculine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a lot happening in our Wow. <laughs> and then there's also a fish situation going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So our our our, our fish is uh fish is, is gonna be the death of you. Oh my god. I I I can't I wasn't sure what I wanted to happen the other night. I like on the one hand I kinda wanted it to just die. <laughs> but unfortunately, um I had to nurse it instead. And all of this came up about 40 minutes before I had to leave and go do my show on Wednesday. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the fish is sick? The fish has caught a tank virus, tank virus. called ick. <laughs> Literally, is that what it's called? Yes. I-C-H ick. pronounced ick. Next time I don't want to go out, I'm going to say that I have a case of ick. Do it. Do it. It's great. <laughs> Basically, what it means is you have a little, a little parasite in your environment. It's making your skin feel itchy, and it makes you feel irritated and sluggish, and perhaps you hide in your home. Really? Uh-huh. Sound familiar? I I just didn't think people. I mean, that's it. I love all animals, but I I had fish growing up, yes. and I don't remember like ever really like it was always just they were either alive or dead. Uh, that is also what I recall when I was a child. <laughs> that is definitely also what I recall. Uh, but right around the time that the topic of medicine for the fish came up, uh, which does exist and is the cost of two new fish. <laughs> Did you okay? So did you Google this, or did you find it out from a vet? Uh, no, I Googled. We okay. were we were Googling. Yeah. Um, so, Hilarious. Yeah. And, wow. But luckily, you can also treat this without medicine. You have to get a hospital tank. So it's the, the fish is in quarantine from its original tank. Like a new tank, a new smaller tank. Yeah. Because you also have to like keep performing water changes, oh. and yeah. So. Yesterday I was almost late for a meeting uh, because I had to get my fish out of the uh, measuring cup it was swimming in and back into his hospital tank. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I have so much more patience than I ever thought I would have. Holy sm- But you probably hate your life while you're doing that. Kind but of. You but you still do it because it makes Ramona happy. Which- absolutely. It makes her happy. And yeah. also, like, it's pretty easy to laugh at like this is so insane that i'm doing this right now it's like this poor like the fish is angry that it's happening remind me again what kind of fish is, is it's he? a beta fish beta yeah so uh he has to live alone because they uh, otherwise they fight with each other and eat themselves uh yeah so. which is not far off from human males no no the other fun <laughs> thing about it is uh and it's really funny but sad to watch 
is uh, speaking of, of being like human males, is uh, every time you clean his tank, um, the way that beta fish mate is the male fish is responsible for creating uh, the, this little bubble sac section in the top of the tank where the eggs would be stored um, if they did mate. So even though he doesn't have a female, he has no mate, no friends. Every time his tank is cleaned, <laughs> he starts making little bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this time yeah. maybe this time I'm sure she's out there somewhere it's like when I when I, when I, when I shave hoping to right? get laid and then I don't right I still do it right just kind of hoping for it and then it never <laughs> fucking happens it's my version of bubbling yep that's so sad and right? so fascinating I know right I love learning about like like little mating rituals of different animals. I think it's interesting. Yeah, no, I find it very fascinating. And I, who knew that I would get to learn so much about fish and oh. snails and various other mating things this oh summer? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. friggin' fish. I know, <laughs> I know. But all of these things, my child is perfectly fine talking to me about. <laughs> and then when it comes down to people, yes, she's just like, no, mom, not today. Didn't want to... No, I'm going to go behind your back, talk to Nana about it instead. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Maybe it just got too real for her. I think maybe. Because she was then kind of being like, well, I came from somewhere. Well, what did you do? Right. And as I've since learned, her reaction to this information is that I am the most disgusting person that ever lived. <laughs> But my favorite question that she asked once she found out how and got around the fact that her father and I are the most disgusting people that have ever existed. Deplorable. Just awful. (laughs) But then, Nana, if you want to have a second baby, does that mean you have to do it again? Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) And it was at or around this time she decided that she wanted nothing to do with babies or boyfriends. Oh, wow. <laughs> and is going to live in an apartment with a cat. Oh, that's going to change someday, though. I'm sure it will. But right now, it's great. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with her thinking Because she might, uh, during her female life, might go in and out of, of that. It's true. Like, <laughs> I, 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 Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows what might come? Important question. Yeah. How did you learn about sex when you were younger? Uh, so <laughs> the first one was, uh, I was very obsessed when I was like five or six with renting this movie at the video store that was very clearly a little cartoon that was like all about what's happening to me. And it was this very age appropriate animated discussion of this is where babies come from. Yes. And my father would always be the one to take me to the video store because my mother would often be working in these circumstances. And he kept putting it off and kept putting it off and kept putting it off until finally, like after months of this, I was like, no, dad, like I really, really want this video. And he was like, okay. And my poor father, like we never got a chance to talk about this, but this poor man, like what a thing to like take on and this is also the 80s and uh he takes this video home. it's vhs and my mom comes home from work at like four in the afternoon dad and i are sitting in the family room watching this cartoon about like how sex happens and she just walks in like what's happening in my house right now? oh my <laughs> gosh was that awkward watching it with your dad i think i was actually too young to even find it awkward you know what i mean yeah like it was you yeah because like your brain isn't putting together the social cues of like yeah, yeah. this is weird because you don't know what it is so no. you just do it no and it was a very like you know mom hu- and dad hug each other and they there's special rubbing like 
Oh my gosh. You gotta wonder like how videos have changed now. Like I'm hoping that they use correct terminology. Oh god, I hope so. God, I hope so. <laughs> Cause hugging is not what it is at all. Nope. Nope. Sometimes they don't touch you at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or look at you. <laughs> Sometimes they flip you around and push your head in the pillow and you're like, what's happening? <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping we can save that one till you know, high <laughs> yeah. school at least. That's very true. That's actually, you make a good point, though, because I do think that, um, like, it should come in spurts, like, the knowledge of what sex is. Because I feel like if the kids are given it all at once, it's too much. that's overwhelming. And yeah. that's, you don't want them expecting things or thinking it has to be a certain way. Yeah, or just because they they have this knowledge, like, now all of a sudden this is supposed to be part of their world when really it isn't. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I'm always thinking about, because I'm like, when I was younger, like, even, like, high school, like, I didn't think anyone was banging in high school. Like, I actually, well, I lost my virginity in grade 12. So I would say around 11, 12 is when it started being more of a thing. Yeah. But before that, I was like, no one was really, like, talking about banging or... Second base, third base, like it was usually like just dance floor makeouts at dances. Yeah. That was the extent of like what I saw in schools. But I can imagine that now it's a lot different. Now it's I probably people are getting it on a lot earlier. That's what I understand, crazy. like from what I hear, and which seems kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it does. You know, I mean, and like I have uh you know, I have a cousin who's like seventeen now, but like I know what she's gone through in the last couple years. Oh really? And uh, you know, uh, going on birth control at 15 after having a pregnancy scare. Shit. And, uh, you know, I mean, and this is the reality that's out there. This is. And, uh, you know, and so, like, yeah, you can't pretend it's not going to happen. Like, you got to exactly. be prepared instead. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I'm like, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Because how old is Ramona now? Well, she's... she's eight, but she'll be nine in January. Yeah. And, I mean, and she's a very emotionally mature, uh, almost nine-year-old. So Very. Um, Sharp sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> sometimes too much so <laughs> yeah but uh yeah like so it's it's hard to you know but like the next step will be like uh she already has a book that i've given her that's Ooh. um basically uh it's called the care and keeping of you and uh it's specifically meant for ages probably eight to eleven okay and then there's a follow-up one that's like kind of the next level Oh, I like that. Um, yeah, and it's she's been loving it, and it's funny because I actually find her in her room like different times. She's had it for a few months, and so it'll reappear here and there. And oh. she's obviously like going back to it to like read about certain things. And I love that because that's you're giving them the information, yeah, and you're letting them take it in at their own pace. Yeah, exactly. Rather than seeing them down, being like, "You're gonna, I'm gonna t- talk to you about this, and you're gonna take it all in at once." Like. I kind of like that idea. And to be fair, like, that's pretty much what my mom did for me. Because then after that video experience, um, when, <laughs> when I was like, uh, you know, and like you say, everything's kind of happening faster. So I think I was probably more like 10-ish, 11. And my mom gave me, you know, probably a similar book of its era. Yeah. And it was basically like, look, I know this is really awkward for you. This is, but like, here you go. Take it in your own hands. <laughs> like, if you want to talk to me about it, you can. Right. You know, and, but like, I'm not going to push you. Yeah. Um, which is way better, you know, and, and Ramona was very receptive to that as well. I've definitely 
had a few moments where like I thought she was in bed asleep and then she's like come and found me on the patio she's like mom can I ask you about something (laughs) oh that's nice so she is coming to you with questions yeah which is awesome yeah and is that book more sex focused or is it more puberty like period this is more puberty body changes focused and then I would expect that the the further on in the series you go I think it does get more into that Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I mean I think that's the thing is like okay so you need to understand your body first I love that yeah because I feel like I didn't even get a sex talk from my parents. Like, I literally just got the puberty period talk. Yep. They never talked to me. <laughs> like, I learned about sex from TV and my friends. Honestly. Yeah. Um, Which is so typical for so typical. most people. So typical. Unfortunately, like, and that's, like, the tricky part, right? With porn, the availability of porn. It's like these teenagers, unfortunately, might be learning about it through that. Which is not accurate. Not even close. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those ladies sound like they're having fun, but they probably are not. No, they're not. <laughs> no, those are not tears of joy. <laughs> tears. <laughs> so what kind of, que- like, so when she was learning about periods, what kind of questions did she come to you with? Like, was it, were they very specific? Well, it was, uh, mostly it was, uh, mom, uh, so like, do you like to use like tampons or pads? And then I basically explained how both worked and she was like, I think I'll probably just want to use pads. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because once she starts using pads, she, yeah, she, yeah, like, okay, you <laughs> she's going to hate them. Yep. yep. <laughs> but, Healthy. but good that you told her about tampons because I don't remember being told about tampons. Well, when see, I was, when I was in the thick of puberty, it almost like it's almost like it wasn't an option. Oh man! And I actually didn't start using tampons until high school. Well, same though, same. Like yeah. I knew I knew they were an option, but I remember my mom being like, "You shouldn't use these before." <laughs> like, but then like they also like they make teenage ones now. <laughs> yes, that's true. Right? I love. I, I just love whenever when anyone does an impression of their mom. It's always like this, like grating, like yeah. naggy voice. Like everyone's mom voice is so telling of like their relationship with their mother. <laughs> like you never, you never hear someone be like, "Oh well, Catherine, like you need like no." Like, even just then, it's like a different. I don't even know how to do it. I can't. Ah, oh, man. Periods. <laughs> oh, aren't they great? <laughs> Well, good that you're preparing her for it, because I, for me, I wasn't prepared at all. Like I just got it, and then I had the discussion. Ooh, yeah, I can see that being kind of scary. Oh, it is. Do you remember your first period? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. When what what was the situation? I mean, it was scary enough, even though I already like knew it was going to happen. Oh, uh, did you, you knew? Yeah, um, yeah. Like by then, I already knew what it was that was going to happen. A couple of my friends mm. had already gotten theirs, mm-hmm. um, so it wasn't super surprising. And luckily, it was like over summer vacation and i was at home so like oh nice you know none of that like out in public embarrassing stuff uh-huh. um but yeah it was still just like this instant moment like oh my god what's happening to my body right <laughs> it's so shocking at first yeah because you really don't you don't expect it at all no yeah and you kind of think you're dying almost oh absolutely yeah and then of course the first thing my mother did was go back out to the kitchen and tell my father and then it's like <gasps> what are you doing <laughs> that is i don't know why people like people do that that's so embarrassing right but at the same time, it shouldn't be... That's interesting, though, because like, he shouldn't be shamed. Yeah, he, he should just be fine with knowing that information. Yeah. But I, I also am like, I wouldn't want, like, a party thrown for me either. Oh, God, no. That would be very 
Congratulations! Welcome to womanhood, where everything sucks, and things are only going to get worse as you get older. It's going to be awesome. Guess what? You think your pimples suck now? You can get them when you have gray hair. Oh, for all the pimples. Yeah. I have a pimple on my eye socket right now, right oh, here. Oh, God. Who gets a pimple in their eye socket? I've gotten them, like, on my eyelids before, though, and they suck. Why the hell? I, I, I have a half hour nighttime routine. I remove the makeup. I clean. Like, there's no reason that should be happening. Ugh, hormones. See, Fucking that's not them. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, like, that's another thing I didn't know about. I didn't know that, like, you know, anywhere from 13 to 26, you're going to be fine mm-hmm. and then this weird thing happens in your late 20s early 30s where it's just like <laughs> acne and uh like a second puberty happens sometimes. oh yeah it's fantastic <laughs> and then you get and then you get the like finally and then at the end when you get through all of that then you get reverse puberty yes <laughs> menopause right? yeah yeah Fuck yeah 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 Fuck. <laughs> oh there's been times where i'm like am i just going through it now because like i've stopped getting periods mm-hmm and like I do get sweaty all the time. I'm like, are these <laughs> Well, I hate to tell you what's happening. That maybe it might might be. Well, I know I'm certainly heading in that direction. Are you really? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, and of course, uh knowing the symptoms that my mother has dealt with in that period of her life. Uh oh, shit. Yeah, it was right after my thirty fifth birthday and uh and I've figured out one of the things is like I get really warm now, so like yeah. certain, you know, and uh, sugar will set it off. Really? And I explained this to my mother, and I was like, "Mom, do you think this might actually be what's happening to me?" Because like, you know, and she's like, "Well, I'm not sure." And we were at a restaurant, and she's like, "How about you go ahead and order the chocolate cake then, and you can let me know in the morning." <laughs> Whoa, mom! <laughs> so we ate chocolate cake together, and it turned out I am, and she was right. And the really? cake was delicious, and I was very, very sweaty for a long time after that. Oh god damn! <laughs> That's so scary. I don't I like that. It's it's so weird because like I always hear about like oh like you can have babies into your fifties now. And so, like, I think a part of me has always just been like, I have time in case that's what I want, which I have no idea if it is or not. Yep. By the way, like I I'm just very much so like I'm neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like not a yes, not a no. I'm a I'm a. I can't find a boyfriend, so I need to figure that out first before I can decide yeah, this isn't the first I thing kids. I want to figure out. Yeah, yeah, because I'm certainly not doing it. Oh, I hate being selfish like that, but I, I'm not doing it alone. Like I'm not gonna. No, that's fair. Do that. I don't want to be a mom. I do know a lot of women who like want to be a mom so bad that they're like, I will do it even without somebody. I will adopt or I will. I'm like, no, nah, I need, I need someone. Oh yeah, I mean, good on those people that feel that like that's what they want and they can make that work. But yeah. you know, that doesn't have to be everybody's no. goal, right? Big time. And, and also too, I don't know if I want to raise a kid in this bullshit world that we're in. It's kind of gross. It's kind of a little scary. gross. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, kids. Um, what was my other? Does she, does she know about like birth control yet? Uh, no, we haven't covered that yet. Yeah, that's that's um, still pretty young for that. Yeah, although um, she, she does know that <laughs> she does know that last summer, uh, her dad had to take a couple days off work. And he had to spend a lot of time with a bag of frozen peas after that. Oh, beside me? Okay. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> and it was one of those things where we're like, we tried to be very like, look, Ramona, like you don't need to like, you know, it's like, it's, just keep it. This to is your- boy stuff. Yeah, just keep it to yourself. And then, uh, you know, and then it was basically like she kind of pieced it all together. It's like, uh, you know, like, 
dad had this thing and like mom says that you know it's definitely just me now (laughs) (laughs) that's good you will always be spoiled you will be the focus of attention oh she's she's already told me she preferred that anyway and then i was basically like good because that is exactly how that will be for you (laughs) yes absolutely i love that so no more babies yep nope no, no more. more. No. Yeah, one's enough. Yep. Now, my neighbor next door the other day, not knowing any of this, uh, he was out in his driveway uh, with some guy he was working with. And they, I overheard them talking about their wives, two young guys. Neither of them have kids yet. Both talking about how they want to have kids, but their wives are still, like, finishing their degrees and all this stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'm like, I'm like, this is the most adorable conversation in the world. Because, like, if these were two, like, white 20-something guys, they would not be talking about this right, right. now. Right. They'd be talking about, like... Video games. Yeah, probably. absolutely. Mm. And then, uh, and then he came to me and then we're talking over the fence. And, uh, first he was like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why it's just like, you know, maybe it's just not happening because it's not the right time. Like maybe God sees how busy I am with my business or whatever. And I was like, sure, absolutely. You know, like, and that's, you know, whether you believe in God or not, like just being able to like simply say like, okay, maybe the universe knows something I don't, you know, right. it's a reasonable thing to say. Yes. And then I just basically said, you know, like, hey, well, you know, the universe, you know, we didn't know, but the universe knew apparently we needed Ramona. And <laughs> and here she came. So, you know, things will happen when they're meant to happen. So true. And then he's just like, yeah, now she just needs a little sister. So she has somebody to play with. And I'm like, uh, no, that is definitely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, nope. it, of course, he doesn't, you know, it was all very friendly conversation anyway. And then, uh, you know, and then I was like, look, remember what I said about that whole, you know, the universe gives and you should just be thankful for what you get yes (laughs) let's just leave it at that let's just leave it at that i don't like it when people make assumptions about whether or not someone's having kids or gonna have more or like like, yeah you don't know i feel like i feel like just don't say anything yep yeah well that's the thing is you never know like what other people are dealing with you truly never know yeah and you can be curious i'm actually curious about a lot of people i'm like i wonder if they'll get married have kids like um and i assume that that's a talk couples have yeah, but sometimes you just go. Kind of exactly. <laughs> go back to Catherine's first episode yes. here about that. Yeah. This uh, all makes sense. <laughs> oh man, gosh, it's just so. It, it is something that I'm always thinking about as a woman, though. I'm like, what would I do? What? And I just truly don't know because I'm not in the situation yet. Yep. And there's no way to know. Well, and that's the thing. I guess I would say is having gone through that situation myself. If you had asked me before that, I would have had a completely different answer. And I regret nothing that is, you know, Yeah, everything that's happened has been the way it was supposed to happen. I love it. And you really won the child jackpot with I did, her. I feel we did get pretty lucky. She's yeah. a pretty good kid. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good. Yeah. Damn good. Um, so what are your plans? Go- so obviously she has the book about periods. Yes. That's good. She's coming to you with questions. Great. Um, what's your plan going for? Like, is it going to be a similar thing? Like, will you just give her another book about maybe sex and birth control? Like, when that time comes? Because that time isn't quite yet. No, but it's it's closer so- than I would care to admit. You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I hate to say it, and too, like knowing that you know it's difficult for public school to really offer anything reasonable in the yeah. form of that education. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I would. Uh, I'd rather bite the bullet and have some awkward conversations in her bedroom. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know what schools do for sex ed. Like, specifically for not even just, like, the bot biology side, but, like, talking about, like, consent. Yes. And masturbation. Yes. Which is 
when I was learning about it, wasn't a thing. No. <laughs> Actually, no, it was for guys. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not for us. No, no. And, and I think that I was always phrased like, to get into their system, guys will do this every now and then. <laughs> oh, completely. Yeah. Never acknowledging that there's anything more to it than that. Seriously, yeah. no. So I'd be curious if, if schools would do that. But I mean... I think that they should be, especially at young ages where kids are dating younger now and parties happen and underage drinking happens and it's just, it's a scary world. So advocate, especially for females, like advocating for like agency in terms of like sticking up for yourself and like saying no when a guy makes you uncomfortable or like getting out of the city, you know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah. Like those things matter almost more to me than the actual ins and outs yes. of it because you know i mean let's be honest like the the ins and outs of how things work you know some of that you just figure out through trial and error anyway <laughs> like you know sometimes it goes in sometimes it yeah. doesn't <laughs> you'll figure it out kids. sometimes you need lube sometimes you don't <laughs> sometimes two people just don't fit together in the right way <laughs> yep that's very true yep and I think that that's like, that's just the reality of sex. And I think the more real we tell kids like that sex is, like, it's not like the movies. Nothing's going to be perfect. It's going to suck for a long time. Yep. And then it will get better with time and the more comfortable you are. Like things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Are so important. Yeah. Yeah. So oof, oof, you're in, you're going to be in for it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have. <laughs> Gonna have lots more of these gray hairs. Has she ever caught you? You know, amazingly, no. I'm shocked. Oh, wow. Yeah. Close calls. Uh, there's been a couple close calls. Um, but you know, I think the distinct advantage of living in a small house and she is not the quietest person is that like <laughs> there is usually like a three second warning. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like there's definitely been a couple of the like, awkward, just like, Hey, buddy. <laughs> What's that? Just go, great. Okay. okay. Turn the light off. Good <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Well, that's that's good. Knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> keep it that way. Yeah, because that would probably trigger a lot of questions. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that she seems like a curious kid, so she yeah. would she would probably talk your ear off after that. Oh, and that would seal the deal on us being horrible and disgusting. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was more horrible and disgusting. <laughs> I'm the cleanest girl person that Ramona would ever meet. <laughs> so clean. <laughs> <laughs> but she also didn't understand why uh, it would be different if her father got a uh, a unicorn onesie to match a unicorn onesie for me and Ramona. Uh, and like you know, you and me doing it there is cute, but your father and I sitting here <laughs> like that's that's its whole own other fetish. We're not getting into that for a few more years, but we're also like we're not furries. Let's not. Mm. It's not okay. That's crazy. <laughs> What about, oh, ooh, ooh, I have a question. I have a question. Um, in regards to the internet, social media, do you have a policy with her about internet and getting like a social media account or not or access to that? Yeah. Social media is off the table for now. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Good yeah. That's no. awesome. And that will stay that way for a few years yet. Good. Um, I know her 13 year old cousin has joined Facebook in the last couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, like, it's mostly family members and her few mm. closest friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you know, that seems like a good example to follow. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, too, like, they, they need the opportunity to learn how to use these things and learn how to use them properly. Sure. 
but you know you can't jump into it too fast yeah and now that she is like she has her own tablet and she does play some games on there and stuff and she has you know friends in her game and you know she thinks i don't go look i definitely go look (laughs) (laughs) but the conversations are actually almost like comically polite yeah yeah. so like at this point there's nothing to be concerned about other than she hears about different things and then it'll be like can i get a snapchat account like fuck no oh (laughs) god no not a chance buddy jeez <laughs> that's so funny yeah that's good though no i i because i i see kids so young with like phones and like i'm just like what the fuck let them be kids exactly when i was a kid i was running around in the woods like yeah playing like little skits with my friends in the woods and shit yeah like let them do stuff like that get them an imagination yeah or like that you would have to call your friend's house and their mom would answer yeah. and, like all these things <laughs> but you know obviously our society is different yeah but you know Like, we've lost to even the etiquette of, like, you know, the child learning to be like, oh, like, hi, Mrs. So-and-so. Like, is so-and-so home? Like, they don't even know how to answer. Like, they wouldn't. No wonder, no wonder, like, people that are, like, 18 get to a job and, like, the work phone rings and they just stare at it, like, confused. It's like, like, what is this Well, yeah, you didn't have one in your house. There should be, like, a class in school about, like, how to use the phone. Mm -hmm. Because it gives so many people so much anxiety. Of course it does. And, like, even me still, like, I had to call some people today. I'm, like, doing, like, some part-time work for an event. And I had to call some volunteers to, like, confirm if they were coming. And the names were, like, <laughs> really, like, crazy Asian names. Yep. And I just did not know how to pronounce them. So I, like, made a script for myself being, like, hi, I'm calling from this company to confirm this. I was just, like, why am I writing this out? Like, this is so... <laughs> I actually love the phone. Like, with friends, I love the phone. Yep. But calling people I don't know is still nerve-wracking to me. Oh, yeah, I never, mostly because it's like these days, too, It uh, because it, phone calls are, like, becoming more unexpected. Yes. It, it feels like more of an intrusion. Yeah, they answer the phone as if we just walked in on them fucking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hello? <laughs> but that's because we have want? our phones out in places we didn't have phones before. True. <laughs> that's very true. You know, it's like, ah, oh, what do you, what do you mean you're calling me while I'm in the middle of dinner at this restaurant? It's like, yes, your phone is in your pocket, sir. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we were actually talking before the mics came on about the hurricane and having like a social media break or like mm. an internet break. You're pretty good with social media though. Like, do you, like, you don't seem to be affected. Does it annoy you? Uh, yeah. Well, that's the, I used to be really heavily reliant on Facebook and things like that. In the last couple of years, I've really tried to dial back. And, I love oh, that. It feels so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, like, even when you went on vacation, you're like, you're yeah. like, I'm going on vacation to see the things in person, not yeah. post about them. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, A1, like, yeah. that's, that's what life should be about. Yeah, and I'll take, and like, I have a lot of pictures on my phone that I don't bother posting now, just cause it's like, okay, cool. They're okay, for you. Then. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. And you could if you wanted to. Sure. But the point is, is that when you were in the moment, you didn't take that moment to post. No. You took that moment to enjoy it. Exactly. Like, you have a fucking gorgeous sunset in the ocean in front of you. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Well, exactly. Because I mean, here's yeah. the thing: like in six or seven years, uh, you know, family vacation is going to be a different thing, or like Ramona's going to have a part-time job or whatever, and Aww. you know, like we don't have forever with these things. That's very true. Yeah, time goes by so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's she's only just going to get older and more independent. Yeah. Well, and more also too, like I mean, we're also at the point now too where like we have to model the behavior that we expect. So yeah. like, if I'm telling her, you know, you can't bring your tablet or whatever to the dinner table. Well, I can't sit there scrolling on my phone through dinner because then I look like an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh and she true. is very quick to let me know. 
Yeah. Actually, she it's done. Like, I can't. I won't even ever touch my phone at dinner because it's just like it's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> she she has, doesn't call you out on it. She has a series of this is the weirdest thing. She has a series of random phrases that she finds funny, and she'll just keep repeating them until she gets my attention. So it'll just be like, whoop whoop. Barbecue contest, grape juice, drink hole, foam face, and like, and then it goes like on what? and on. Yeah, and it makes no sense to anybody. I love kids, yeah. and they're just they just don't care. No, like we care, you know, like like oh, they yeah. don't think about the things that we think about. My favorite is uh, now any sentence that starts with, uh, "Mom, I don't mean to be rude, but." Oh, I love and like those. that's always right before like the rudest fucking thing. <laughs> but um, you look terrible today. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably no better mirror than a child. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is another thing I want to ask you about is like lifestyle and like bedtime. Like, oh I've, yeah, I've been staying up to like four or five lately because you can, and it is a big problem for my. Oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We'll just let it stay there. All right. Um, fuck it. <laughs> some water for you, Minnie. Um, and it's a big problem. I'm not productive the next day. No, no, it ruins it, right? And I have no idea how to crack this and mm. become more of a morning person. Because uh, mm. I imagine a kid probably helps you quite a bit. Well, it helps you in that you have to get up. Thank you. Right. Um, it didn't make me more of a morning person. <laughs> I know, and that's why I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I do it because I have to. God. But then she goes to school, and the cat and I can come home and have a little nap. Oh, are you a napper? I have become a very good napper. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yes, yeah. that's good. Do, are your naps long, or do they? Um, it depends. I've gotten really pretty good at like an hour, hour and a half nap, which that's perfect. In my day, I can usually swing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, now, especially because it's getting a little cooler out. It's like, oh, hey, kitty, do you just want to come curl up over here? Oh, <laughs> cats are the worst because they're always sleeping. They always make me want to sleep. Oh, yeah. 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 I see them and I'm like, oh, you're so cute. I want to join you. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been, ugh, I've been staying up so fucking late and just sleeping so late. Oh, it's such a problem. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm actually kind of thinking I might go the extreme route and pull an all-nighter some night. So just I'm to reset so yourself. exhausted, but then yeah. the key would be not sleeping during the day. Yeah. And so maybe I'll do like a two or three hours or like maybe a four hour sleep some night and try to really force myself to get up. But that's the problem when you don't have anything, any reason to get up. Yeah. Why get up? Well, that's the thing. You have to book yourself a reason. Yeah. To start that, you know, maybe a hair appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you got up and did something fun and then too, like your mind would associate it with like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to get my hair. Ooh, the, the head rubs. During yes. hair appointment. Oh, yes. I'm so excited for that. Yes, the person that cuts my hair now, where I go now, they it's there's an automatic head and neck massage with every uh, service. Oh, it's wonderful. The, it's the freaking best. Yeah. Okay, I have two more things I want to touch on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get your advice for being single lady oh. out in the world, but specifically. <laughs> <laughs> We're an hour in. Fuck it. <laughs> specifically. One that's trying to get it on. Yeah. And I'm surrounded by comedians who I can't get it on with. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 For reasons put on by me by other male comedians. Oops, yeah. I cannot do that. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't always listen and I'll still try. But 
Well, those boys don't need to tell you what to do. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> See, I knew that you'd be the right guest to bring this up with. Cause, cause I'm trying, I'm trying. Listen, I'm 32. You gotta be fucking more. Yep. I'm in the prime. What's supposed to be the prime, I think. Sexual prime. Should be. I think it's around now. 30s. Yep. Um, and I'm just kind of in, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of comedians and, other than that, it's the apps, which are terrible. Right. Which are terrible. So do you have any tips? Or can you speak from your experience as a single gal out and about as to what I should do to welcome more <laughs> to <get my> life? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, I love this. When a, when a guest goes, leans in, <laughs> you know it's about to get... Real. Uh, you know, one thing is, uh, and this is something that, uh, I know I'm still bad at is like, you know, are you somebody that's like when you're out, like, and you might even not think you're on your phone a bunch, but do you end up seeming like you're on your phone a bunch? Cause that I think is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've even had people like comment on that to me before. Oh, yeah. Um, so I know that that's something that I still keep doing it anyway. Sometimes I do it knowing that that's the effect because that's the beautiful thing about it. You don't, you don't want to talk to <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. You don't want to welcome it. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually feel you on that because I think that that's, it's the day and age too. Like when I go out with friends, if they're on their phones, then you'll go on your phone. Then I'll go on mine. Yep. Almost like I don't even realize that I'm doing that. Oh, it's just the instinct that like you're sitting reflex. across the table from somebody and they picked up their phones. So you're like, Oh yeah, I guess I should check that too. Yeah. Totally yeah. a reflex. And it's just, and I almost feel like there should be more social events that go extreme and that like you leave your phone at the door. <laughs> like you, right? leave, like you literally pay a fee to like lock your phone up for the <laughs> hour or two that you're out with friends. Well, now did Andrew ever tell you the story about us getting yelled at, uh, outside New Glasgow? Uh, cause I asked a woman for the wifi password. No. <laughs> So we did, this was like last Christmas. We did some gig there and, uh, it was him and I and this comic, Francois Weber. And, uh, we go to the bar after the show and I think it was one of those things. Andrew and I didn't really probably actually want to go to this bar at any point, but we went and as soon as we got there, we're like, oh, we don't want to be here. But the other guy was there. And so we sit down and we're like trying to be social and have a drink. And of course, I, <laughs> half drunk like look at andrew and i'm like dude you know the wi-fi password in here and he's like no i've never been here before either and i'm like right but then andrew somehow being more social than me in this weird moment turns to the woman next to us and is like excuse me um you don't happen to know the wi-fi password for my friend here and then she turned around to us and started yelling at us about what's wrong with you you're supposed to come here and live in the moment <laughs> oh, I, I, oh. I identify with both of you in that situation. Yeah, 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 yeah right? More so you. <laughs> well, like, it was really hard for me to not respond with, like, well, it's people like you that are making yeah. me not want to live in this moment. Yeah. And also, I mean, Wi-Fi is good to be on just in, like, in case you do have to use your phone for, to like, yeah. get a hold of someone or, like, confirm Look, You don't know how much like, data I use this month, lady? Oh, my God. <laughs> I went over my, like, during the hurricane when, like. And the thing is with the hurricane, like it happened at the end of my data cycle. Oh yeah, me too. So I was already close to reaching it anyway. And I usually go over a gig or two thereabouts, but I have a really good plan. So it, it, it ends up working out, but I went way over this time. Thank God. Kudos waving the charges. Yeah. But I was like, looked at my bill today and they're not removed yet, but mm. they will be. But I was just like, Oh shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Really reminded you of what kind of gift they're giving you this month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, thank God. 
Um, but it's the fucking online dating apps that I, I just get. I'll, I'll get into swipe mode and yep. I won't. I'll just. And it's really sad because it's like you're just shopping for guys. Yeah. It's very sad. But like you're also like. Let's be honest. It's it's barely window shopping at past. Like you're, you're not even like picking it up and checking out like the lining of the purse or anything like this. You know what I mean? It's I just know. Like, I don't know. Can't see that on my shoulder. <laughs> Can't see that on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, the fucking apps are. Just be glad you don't have to deal with them. They're they're terrible. I have to say, I do feel pretty pleased about that. Yeah, they're, they're, and that's the that's kind of the thing about dating for me. I'm just I'm trying to um find ways outside of the apps to yeah. like just be. Um, open to not trying too hard, but allowing myself to be in opportunities to meet new people. Yeah. Well, I think the way you put it there, just like be open, like just having the open mindset, being open to interacting with new people when you're out and about. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, but like, yeah, without being like, you know, I have to make conversation with somebody, but just let it happen if it happens. I think you got to go out with like, one or two girlfriends. Yep. Not too many guy friends, because nope. then it might seem like you're with somebody. Oh, yeah. They're the worst. And, like, find reasons to talk to people. I don't know. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it's funny, because I did watch, like, uh, barely the other night, uh, these Ooh. two, like, early 20-somethings, and uh, he literally just started off with, like, oh, hey, are you from, like, whatever town, too? And then she was just like, no, actually, I'm from blah, blah, blah. And then he just rolled with it. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, see, that's what I got to do. Yeah. Well, oh, man, oh, fuck, it's just so fucking hard. <sighs> and it's, I think it's also hard, too, because I just don't like bars. This is a perfect example. I don't like bars as much as I used to. When yes. I went to Beerly's a couple weeks ago, love comedy night at Beerly's. Yeah, but no, that the rest of that night was not a good time. <laughs> Flipped over to karaoke. This is, you know, early September, so all the students are back. And fucking, it was just bombarded with people who seemed like they were drinking all day. I don't yeah. even know. Like, they, but I think like it was that they were drunk. drinking for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did hear like the some of the things the bartender said that night were pretty spectacular. Damn. Like I did tell him hear him tell one woman, uh, no, 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 hon, you can't drink it till you paid for it. <laughs> Get me the money, please. Yep. Um, yeah, and I texted you being like, wow, this beer lease is way different oh, yeah. than the beer lease in the summer, which is typically, I would say, like a mix of ages at karaoke. Yep. Anywhere from like, you know, early 20s to 50s. Totally. Like, like it's, it's such a good, and that's what makes it awesome. But then it just, it was just taken over by 19 year olds. And I was like, ugh, I hate this. Yeah, no, it was I worse. Don't, I'm not opposed to going younger, yeah. but not, not in this way. No, not like this. <laughs> I bet you've seen some shit at Beerleys in terms of oh, in, interactions and altercations and oh, absolutely. characters mixing together. Yep. Uh, well, I guess somewhere between uh, your last visit to Beerleys and this past Wednesday, one of the mic stands got stolen. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Which is like, that's not even like, stand. right? But like, that's even like minor in the like scale of like you know barely things i've seen yeah you know like uh oh god anything from like you know people making out in the corner to soiling themselves to really oh multiple times people have soiled themselves uh, like on the on the dance floor dance floor in a chair does anywhere it will uh, do that's the thing <laughs> god yeah uh, i've been at low points in my life I'm glad it's never been that low. Well, and like, it's lower still than when somebody still has to tell you to leave. <laughs> like, 
like, hey, I know you're real comfortable over there in the corner in your wet pants, but. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Beerlies. Yeah. I love it, though. Imagine if those walls could talk. Imagine. I would love to interview them. <laughs> but you, like, okay, so you're the host of Beerlies every Wednesday. You've been doing this for a while. Yeah. You've seen comics getting up there doing their first or second sets people who have been there many many times what are some common things especially for like comics starting out that you notice mistakes they make or um or things that they do right like because like, you've probably seen it all oh absolutely yeah no every, everything from the positive to the, to the not so positive um you know on the kind of more positive spectrum of things um you know i've seen people who have you know displayed like great amounts of just solid humanity up there mm. just being very uh human about what experience they're having right now and people actually prefer that Right? Oh, interesting. So, like, if it's uncomfortable, they say it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I would. I I respect that. You know, I um, as long as it's in like the right frame. You know, like right. Now, I mean, the con- the opposite, of course, is you get the people that are like, you know, oh, like blame it on barely's or like, they, you know, try to act like, well, this place, like, this is just all this place's fault. It's like, no, it's your fault. Definitely your fault. Yeah, it's a different environment. Yeah, it's, the environment at Billy's is one of a kind for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I would be the first to say, yes, it is a challenging environment. Like, Ch- yeah, nobody's going up there and getting easy laughs. Yeah, but that's the whole point of that's doing the it. whole point. Yeah. And if you're a serious about comedy, you should be able to thrive in that environment. Absolutely. And so. if not thrive, like immediately, at least you know maybe figure out some steps to take, right? Or work and don't let it like, like, like you said, don't blame the venue. Yeah. Yeah, or the audience, or the you know. I hate it when comics blame the audience. It's okay to make fun of us, but like, don't blame us for not. Well, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, especially if, like, say the last three comics did well, and then you go up and everything you say tanks. Mm -hmm. It's not the audience's fault. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just, it's not the audience's fault. They're there to laugh. Yeah. But then there, there could be also maybe audiences that just don't laugh at anyone. And then in in which case it might be the audience, but you never know. Every once in a while, like it certainly, it certainly can be the audience. Yeah. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen too. Yeah. Like there's definitely been some Barely's nights where it's like a quieter crowd or whatever. And like, you know, people have come up to me afterwards, like apologizing. Like, oh, it's all right. Like I'll do better next time. It's like, no, like, no, was it like you? Like you did your best. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I know, seriously, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it is challenging because it is a busy, bustling bar. There's pool. There's people drinking. Yeah. It's more challenging. But it's also such good. Like, it's a buzzing place. Like, you go in there and it's buzzing. Absolutely. With energy. Like, I can see, like, if I ever do stand-up, I think I would enjoy it because I would probably just feed off that energy. But I can totally understand how people could take that and, like, get more nervous from it. Absolutely. I can see both sides of it. But, you know, I mean, I think the biggest thing is... uh, you know, not, uh, just not taking everything so goddamn personally, right? right? Especially when you're starting out. Yeah. Especially when, cause I think people put starting out comics might put too much pressure on themselves to like kill or crush, which we hate those words. Oh, for sure. Words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like those, especially when you're starting out. Don't use those words. Nope. Nope. Cause you're not doing either one. <laughs> <laughs> you might still not be doing them. Nope. <laughs> nope. The humbleness is so important in comedy, I think. Yeah, that, and like, just show that you have a little heart, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, if, uh, like, just, you know, even if you didn't do well, if you show me that you cared about doing it. Right. Like, that means more to me than, like, if you actually had a great set. Like, if you come yeah. in and, like, act like you don't respect the room or, like, you know, care about, like, showing up on time and things like that. Yeah. Like, that bothers me more. Right. Yeah. Are you one to call comics out if they're late? 
Oh, yeah. No, I've been known to, to do that. And uh little friendly warning, folks. There might be some anger coming again soon. If oh, don't really? <laughs> really? Can we dish about this? Well, most, I, all, I'm all i not going to get into any particular names. I will say no. most people have gotten a lot better since I asked them to do a little better at that. Mm-hmm. And then there's still some people that just haven't gotten the message. Like not showing up early enough. Yeah. Like, or, you know, I mean, here's the thing, too. Like, shit happens, right? Like, if you if you realize at 8 o'clock you're running behind. Just just send a message and say you're running behind. Yes. You know, that's fine. Like, it's kind of about just keeping you in the loop all the yeah. way through. Yeah. But, like, yeah. when something is, like, happens in the space of 65 minutes and there's, like, eight people involved. Right. Like, do require some amount of cooperation for this all yeah. to go smoothly. <laughs> and, like I say, most people actually, like, to be fair, in the last year have gotten a lot better at that. Right. Um, which I do really appreciate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, it's, like, the, just those little things. Then typical, it's always, like, every once in a while, it's, like, you know, that gets into like, oh, like, is it okay if like, I'll do, I'll book both shows. So we're like, is it, you know, okay if I, uh, you know, show up at like, I can only be here from 9.07 to 9.14. Like, just like, <laughs> okay, maybe this week isn't for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you've been doing this so long. Like you kind of know what works. In terms yeah. Of structure, show structure. Well, and then that's just it. So like anytime that somebody's like, can you like make this favor happen? And I'm like, no, sorry. It's no. like I'm really not trying to be a dick. It's just like, yeah, it's just way too, way too much. Do you have like when you're booking people, do you have like backup? Like, so if someone backs out last minute or something comes up, can you then call on other comics that might be like might have approached you when you were full? Oh, yes. To be like, do you want to come back on? Yep. Kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I certainly do have like a running mental list of like that. Or, you know, I mean, I'll certainly say like if I know somebody really wanted to get on right. a particular week. And I couldn't get them on that week. Yeah. And I've given them like the next week. Yeah. But then I'll, you know, but then I'll say like, but look, I know you really want this. So like if somebody bails, like you're yeah. my first go to, like that right. kind of thing. Oh, that's good. You know, at least like try to all work together. Um, and then sometimes, you know, it just ends up being that like maybe somebody bails and I do have to just do the time myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you just, you just do more time. Well, yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, the show is also my responsibility. So yeah. 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 It's your baby. It is. It's other than Ramona, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Wait, which came first? The Beerlies came first, right? Well, uh, yes. Now my roommate started the show before Ramona oh, came right. into existence. Yes, uh-huh. but yes, I've been I've been taking care of the show for about half of Ramona's life, though. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yep. Do you think? Okay, interesting question. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Do you think you'll ever stop doing that, or do you think you'll always always do it? You mean Beerlies or comedy yeah. in general? Beerlies. Uh, Beerlies, I would definitely do as long as I can. That's sure. awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I uh, I love it there, and I love the entertainment there. I can't and... picture anyone else doing that. Is the thing? Like, <laughs> it's your. Okay. It's, it's you. It's yeah. Catherine. No, I mean, I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy getting to do that. I, I might not be able to keep staying uh, till close at karaoke much longer if uh, yeah. the kids keep getting younger. But I know that's okay. I know it's tough. But I've had I've had my karaoke time. You and you do. Oh, I meant to tell you because you did take me home tonight. Yeah, oh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and then. Eddie Money died. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah, very sad. So I know what I'm going to be singing this Wednesday. Oh, you gotta <laughs> sing it. Definitely. Oh, you're an 80s. You love the 80s music just like me. Oh, Victoria absolutely. Welch also loves the 80s music. Yeah. And she loves karaoke. Yeah, she does. Uh, but she's an Oasis karaoke girl. Right. So. Which I've never really been to Oasis karaoke. I haven't either. I'm curious about it because that's an interesting bar. Yeah. It's, it's definitely... I have weird memories there because I got dumped there. <laughs> there's there's weird emotional energy in those walls. 
Look, I couldn't even begin to get into all the things that have happened to me at Barely's. That is its own separate podcast. I just can't. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Like, and because there's probably a part of you, too, that, like, you do your show and then you let loose afterwards. Yep. Like, you turn it off and you can have a fun night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you've probably had many drunk nights there. Oh, lots of them. Lots of them. Have you witnessed any fights between comedians at Barely's? Um, no, I don't think anything to, like, nothing that's gone be- more beyond, like, a slightly heated conversation, I guess. Right. Um, but yeah, nothing too, too crazy. Um, you know, I've certainly seen lots of people get kicked out of there in my day. Hilarious. Um, you know, I think my favorite one was, uh, a guy smashed a glass against his forehead, uh, in the middle of karaoke on what the, the dance fuck? floor. Um, obviously this guy had a variety of issues. Um, anyways, so they called an ambulance for him, but here's the thing. They had a busy bar full of people. Uh, and so I love that it's almost like mob rule because they called the ambulance to around the corner by the pizza shop instead. Oh, God. And as the paramedics are loading the guy in the ambulance, the bartender got his money paid. <laughs> <laughs> then came back in like nothing happened. Wow. Yep. And I guess the guy was like, oh, I was just trying to have some fun. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Because, you know, it's super fun when your forehead's bleeding. That's insane. Imagine I'm... God damn. Also, you've probably seen a lot of bad karaoke. Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of bad karaoke, but I've also seen a lot of really good karaoke. I think the good karaoke there outweighs the bad. Definitely. Because more often than not, I'm there and I'm like, holy shit, these people could be like auditioning for The Voice. Like, There are a lot of very, very good singers. Yeah. There. But then the ones that are bad are like spectacularly bad. Yeah. And then that's usually, I'm like, I'm going to go outside now. <laughs> so, so I get such secondhand embarrassment. Oh. And similarly, when I see bad stand-up sets, secondhand. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And do you not also feel like, how is this not embarrassing you right now? Yeah. <laughs> but then, but it's never noticeable. That's the thing. I feel like whenever I see someone bombing, it never, unless they actually start like insulting the audience and stuff, in which case I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it, they never seem like they're thrown off. But that, I think that's just because what we notice as audience, like, we're our own worst critics. So, like, you could get off stage going, oh, I did this and I did that. Like, it's never as noticeable True. in the audience. Yeah. Um, But on that note of, like, bombing and, like, new comedians and stuff like that, do you have any tips for new people who want to do comedy or maybe are just getting started in comedy? Because you've seen it all. You've seen, you know, everything. So, anything people, like, can do to, like, gain that confidence up there when they're first starting out because it's scary it is and i i I don't know of any other way personally other than just like keep doing it yeah to like get accustomed to it yeah 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 um but you know i think the other thing i would say is um watch as much as you can of the pros yeah like it's really cool to have your like your you know peer buddies that are like working on the same level as you uh and that's great but like you do still need to go out to the pro shows and see what the pros are doing, see what those people that are doing at levels ahead of you to know where you need to go. Right. Because I mean, if you're only ever watching comedy at a certain level, then you right. kind of forget what the next level looks like. Right. So go to pro shows. Yeah. I mean, open mics are good because it's kind of a mix, but it's mostly amateur. But but go to Yuck Yucks. The well, that's yuck just yucks it. Are, they're so good. People coming in through there. And you're going to see people who aren't just from Halifax. Yep. 
yeah, see different styles. Different you know, styles. And make, and make connections with those people because, too, like, yeah. every comic's probably going to have, like, a different answer to all these things. But that's the thing is, but like... Everyone seems to answer that. Right. Which is just keep doing it. Yeah. I, I have yet to interview someone to say otherwise that it's... Because it truly is a muscle. Oh, yeah. It would be like learning guitar. Like, you're not going to be a good guitar player unless you practice every single day. Well, like thinking, you know, I mean, you do your show up here every mm-hmm. week. If you suddenly took six months off, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you don't know how to do your show again. But you would probably would feel a little bit like, rusty. oh, yeah, how do I do this again? Yeah, a little rusty. Yeah. Do you ever feel rusty with, with comedy, like whenever you take vacations or? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And that, that I do find like challenging. But yeah. at the same time, it's like. It's good because usually by the time I get to that summer vacation point, I am kind of ready. Just like, I just need to not see all these people for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get like bored of your jokes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All the time. All the time. I always wonder that because I kind of see it like a band with a set list. Yep. Like, playing the same songs. Like, fuck, do I gotta do Wagon Wheel again? Fuck me. Like- well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like, there, there are, like, there are sometimes those monsters like, okay, fuck, I guess I'm doing this. Right. Like, yeah. Cause, yeah. I'm, you know, in, in a professional situation, you know, you should ultimately be choosing the material that the audience wants to hear as opposed to what you want to do. That's and sometimes those true. are two very different things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but it, it is also like, like total muscle memory. Cause you're probably just so used to performing that. That yep. it, it almost becomes like, okay, I'm in character mode now. Let's do this. Chuck it off. Come oh, on. I can, I can even yeah. feel physically different when I go into jokes like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's just like this, like, oh, yeah, this is easy now. <laughs> Everything's all loosey goosey. <laughs> I love that. Um, one thing I wonder about you is, is do you have any plans to ever do? Have you ever done an album? I've recorded. I've not actually put it out. Really? Yeah. No, I did record about two years ago. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, a bunch of kind of stuff went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of haven't revisited yet. Oh, so interesting. One of these days it will happen. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I was just thinking that today. I'm like, why doesn't Catherine have an album? <laughs> you should have an album. Do you have any like big time comedy goals? You know, not as big as you know, like, like yeah, like oh, like I want to do this thing, or like I don't, I don't know. I think if you like, I mean, yeah, all those things are cool, mm-hmm. but if you just kind of love doing it because you love doing it, like yeah. I'm every bit as happy like having three weekends out of the month busy going to this place, that place, and Seriously, you know, no. doing my thing. Yeah, and I think the majority of comics say just that. Yeah, that whatever happens would be a bonus, but like really, I think most people want to get to the point where they're doing it full time like yourself yep. or like relying on it like you know they have steady income coming in exactly from comedy um i think that that's the goal for most people yeah i mean for sure like last year when kenny robinson was here and i mean he's a legend of canadian comedy who's you know been doing it for like 35 40 years and uh one of the things i remember him saying to me when we were hanging out was just like you know talking about you know the ups and downs of the business and he was just like ah you know but i uh I paid for my kids, yeah. you know, all yeah. growing up, and, and I, I paid it with this. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool, man. And that's kind of, that's the end goal. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. That is so neat. But it really, truly must take some fucking hustle to get there. I, I, it's just crazy. Like, the amount of, like, self-motivation. Yeah. Because you're really self-motivating every day. You have book to. book gigs. Yeah. Go out and get work. 
I mean, and I think especially with you, like where you've gotten to the point where you have a weekly show, like you at the very least have a weekly show. Yes, which is fantastic. That's your minimum. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah, and then I have to, and then I just have to build every week from there, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and you've been doing Tinder tales. How have yeah. you been liking Tinder tales? Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. the first two shows were excellent. They were basically sold out. Um, you know, excellent, a lot of fun. Uh, this one, um, I'm staying out of, uh, because this topic is, uh, I think basically back to school romance. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I saw that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. which I'm super stoked because Andrew's doing it. I love that. And I feel like I think I know some of the stories he's going to tell. I think it's that uh, virg- loss of virginity. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm stoked for that. Um, but yeah, I know those have been really, really cool shows and it's been doing really well for the club too. Right? It's been, yeah, it's been so much fun and I love it. And I love hearing like kind of like fresh new stories from you guys. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, it's a good writing exercise too because it, it is, you know, sometimes the theme, like it is a theme show to begin with, but then sometimes even within the theme it changes. Mm. I want to be at the Valentine's Day one. Oof, that'll be a good one. Oh my God, yes. Valentine's Day Tinder Tales or like yes. February Tinder Tales. And I'm so glad because they're doing the monthly now, right? Yep. That's fantastic. Yep, I know they're booked on the calendar at least through to like Christmas <sighs> and I assume if it keeps going and then... I don't know why they wouldn't keep doing it through the winter. Oh, man. I think it would be cool. And I suggested it to Emma Wolke. I don't know if she'll take it or not. But, like, um, doing live Tinder profile commentaries mm. from comedians. Yeah. Something in between the sets. That would Have be a funny. comedian come up and get a volunteer from the crowd. Like, give the comedian their phone. Yeah. And, like, have the comedian, like, go over the profile. Yeah. I think that that would be so fucking fun. That would be... That would be pretty great. But they would have to be very... It's almost like you'd have to vet the people beforehand to be like, are you okay with this? Are you okay to be made fun of? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to... Those people would really have to understand what they were getting into. Yeah. 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 But that would be, be a really fun thing to do. Oh, absolutely. I think that they should do that. Tinder day. Do you have anything else coming up on the books you want to plug? Uh, let's see. I'm going to be back at uh, Halifax Yuck Yucks. Um, oh, yeah! Yeah. Yeah, on the 26th and the 28th of September, because uh, Travis Lindsay is headlining. Yeah. Ding, ding. I'll be at yeah. the Thursday show. I already booked my tickets with Daniel. Nice. Like, put me down. I'm, bringing a, I'm actually bringing a fan of the podcast. Who's, oh. She's seen all of y'all on, oh, on cool. Intoxicated, and she's like... I was going to go alone. I was like, no, you come with me. Oh, fun. Let's go. Nice. So that's amazing. So it's you. So is, are you hosting or are you? Yeah, I'm hosting middling. and uh, and Andrew Vaughn is middling. And Travis Lindsay. Headlining. Fine. I almost want to call that show the three pillars. <laughs> the three pillars of the Halifax comedy. I'm all, I'm all, I'll fucking say it. I think that that's Aww. very much the case. Aww. And that's an it's gonna be a good show yeah no you guys are. gotta get drunk after that is like I, as soon as they found out that andrew was on it too i, I was like uh baby boys for headlining weekend we gotta we gotta do something gotta do something <laughs> and you've obviously headlined there yeah and yep. andrew has yep. so finally yes oh yep. that's good yeah so i'm super stoked for him and yeah, it's going to be a super fun show. Oh, man. Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. So, so get, and so this should come out. So actually, where's the calendar? I'm so bad with dates and like knowing when is what. But I think that, so yeah, this will come out the week before. Oh, perfect. So people get tickets for that that show. I actually think the Saturday's already sold out. That would be amazing. So, yeah. so let's sell out the Thursday too. Yeah. Because Thursday nights at Yucks. They can be hit or miss. Yes, but if it's a if it's a good crowd, it's a lot of fun, and sometimes yeah. it's more fun than Saturday. Interesting. Yeah, it's that's 
interesting to me. Like the days of the week and the vibes from the audience. Yes. Well, the people that are going to come out on Thursday night tend to be a little more loose, right? Mm. Because if you're willing to go out and drink on a Thursday night, maybe you don't care about Friday so much. And see comedy. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I've, I've been there when it's been really small, but it's all, you're right. It can also be good in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys got to get tickets for that. And Definitely. Catherine, where can people follow you? They can follow me on Instagram at uh, RobertsonC83. See a bunch of kitty photos. That's right. Uh, on Twitter at C Robertson. Uh, yes. And you can check out my website, CatherineRobertson.ca. Oh, you got I never checked out your website. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. That's amazing. So you yeah. put tour dates up in there and stuff? Yep. Dates. Yeah, I do need to update some dates on there. Got to get my got to get my web guy on it, dear Brent. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That you even have that. That's fantastic. Oh, yes. I Very lucky uh, in our house. We uh, pool our talents and share well we can. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Guys, Catherine, thank you so much. Thank you. This is always a blast. Um, and hopefully you'll be back for another live stream. I hope so. I hope to get those back up and running. But guys, check out live comedy. Like you, can, Every Wednesday, Beerly's, Catherine will be there. Hosting. Come hang out with me. <laughs> as long as she's not on Tinder Tail, she'll be hosting. <laughs> um, and, and like any, any open mic in the city. There's tons. Yes. Every, tons. every night pretty much. Every night except Thursday? Yeah. I mean, th- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not so much, but like not there's so still much. shows every, every night of the week. Yeah. You got to get out and see these people who I drag on the podcast and <laughs> bear their souls and tell me way too much about their personal lives. We love it. <laughs> but thanks so much, Catherine. <laughs> Thank you. Bring it in front of the cheers. Cheers. And, you gotta we're gonna drink that's right mm. and then we're gonna ring that bell oh the bell is so, <laughs> so great <laughs>